Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Football is about great football. Frenzy and Friends News Update. It's Chrissy Bones. Frank, you hanging around for the Jets highlights? (laughs) (laughs) How about the Yankees highlights? Nope. There goes Frank. Uh, Thursday night football, Browns 21, Jets 17. Like I said twice Thursday, Corey, if this were a Hollywood script, Sam Darnold would face Baker and Mayfield. They did. And a note to uh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Tyrod Taylor was a decent NFL quarterback. Uh, sometimes actually good. Turrod Taylor <laughs> sucks. And thank God for Browns fans. To the rescue late in the first half comes the Browns' new franchise quarterback, Baker Mayfield, with Cleveland down 14-0. The Jets cruising behind two Isaiah Crowell touchdowns. All Mayfield after that puts up 21 points in just over a half. Browns win 21-17, cover the three points, under the 41 in this one. Victory fridges opening all over Cleveland. Dilly, Browns dilly. win their first game in 635 days. And uh, Mayfield leading the Browns down the field with a field goal on his first drive, then led scoring drives of 69 and 75 yards in the final two quarters. The final 15-play drive, Mayfield 6 of 8 for 60, but both incompletions were drops. He finishes 17 for 23 for 201 and no TDs, but he did convert, Corey, on a Philly special with Jarvis Landry, who hit an open Mayfield uh, for two. And here's with that. Genius Away play from center, and the snap goes to Duke Johnson. Then they flip it around. Then they throw it, and Mayfield caught it. <laughs> that was Duke Johnson oh, on the It's on the, the on Philly the show, special, right? Cleveland style. Yeah, I'm so tired of the Philly special because now you know. Now here's the thing with the Philly Hugh special. Hugh Jackson's taking exception to it too. He said we've had that play for years. It's not the Philly special. <laughs> no, it could because now every Eagle fan is going to be like, "Oh, you see." Well, do it in the Super Bowl. They need to use our offense <laughs> to 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 win games. But like you said, Bones, do it in the Super Bowl. And here's the biggest play in the maybe the history of the Browns, certainly recent franchise. This is the final interception. Uh, that led finally to a uh, a Browns win. Here's the ten steps, 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 fires, has picked off. They got oh. it. Joe Schobert got it. He picked it off at the 43 yard line. Is this how it feels? That's, is this how it feels? Part of that is he runs 65 yards just to jump into the dog pound. <laughs> he goes all the way to the other side. Is of the this field. how it feels? That's Bob from Vermont. <laughs> is this how it feels? Is and what this did, how uh, it feels? What did Baker say after the game? You can cue the dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. There you go. Dilly dilly to the Cleveland Browns. uh, And at least 10 bars across Ohio, 200 free Bud Lights came out. The beer inside the locked fridge is opening by a master control dilly dilly switch. Also of note in this one, Isaiah Isaiah Crowell's second score. He picked up a 15-yard on sportsmanlike conduct for uh, using the football as a roll of TP on his butt and then fired it into the crowd. Yeah, he's going to get a letter from the NFL from that one, too. Bones, did you see the possum? The dude can't hold No, I heard possum? you talking about it. Crazy. That's like the old Bet Stadium in Philly. They had rats the size of cats. Wow. Nobody would get out of their cars down there. 
Uh, Major League Baseball playoff race in the American League. Red Sox over the Yankees 11-6. Mookie bets four for five with a homer and five RBIs. Boston clinches their third straight AL East title with a win at Yankee Stadium. The AL Division Series starts at Fenway October 5th. They play the winner of the wild card game in the first round. Yankees or A's at this point, probably October 3rd. The A's move to a game and a half back in New York for the first a wild card. A's put up three touchdowns on Anaheim, 21-3 beatdown of the Angels in Oakland. Eight A's player scored, uh, players scored two runs or more. First time that's happened since July 25th, 1929. The Astros were idle, so the A's pick up a half game in the West, now just three and a half back. In the NL, the Braves and Phillies, that's almost over. Braves win 8-3, to three, uh, six and a half game lead in the East uh, for the Braves. Their magic number is Four, but there's six games left between the two of them. Yeah, the Braves and the Phillies do have a, a, a series coming up at the end of this month. I saw it on the schedule last night. And this story you guys were talking about for the second year in a row, Colin Kaepernick's lawyer is predicting that Cap could soon be back in the NFL. His lawyer says, this is what I'm going to predict. I would just say stay tuned that next week there may be some news. That's as far as I'm going to go. When asked if Kaepernick had been watching any football this season, who do you think he's been watching? The lawyer says he's been watching the Dolphins to support his boy Kenny Stills, okay. who's taken up Kaepernick's cause by kneeling during the anthem. The lawyer was then asked if Kaepernick is joining the Dolphins. Lawyer said, I wouldn't say the Dolphins. I've got two other teams that will remain nameless. And there you go right there. He also speculated that it could be the, the speculation is this New England Patriots and the Oakland Raiders, but I don't see him in, in I don't see him back in the NFL this year. I think the NFL is in his rearview mirror, and I think uh, a life of activism is what Colin Kaepernick could be. And finally, how about those Cowboys? Yes, despite yes. not sniffing a Super Bowl in 23 <laughs> years, the Dallas Cowboys extended their lead as the most valuable <laughs> NFL franchise on Forbes' new list, up 4% from last year, now worth an estimated $5 billion, leading the league for the 12th consecutive year. Jerry Jones' Cowboys, now the first sports team ever to eclipse the $5 billion mark. A distant second are the Patriots at $3.8 billion. Big shock at number three, the Rams posted the largest increase over really? the last year, up 7%, now valued at $3.2 billion. The valuation for the Rams and Raiders based on estimates okay. of their yet-to-be-completed stadiums. All right, so there you go right there, because I'm about to say that they play in the Coliseum now and don't nobody be right. at them games. That's your uh, fantasy friends, friends and fantasy-friendly update with hey, Chrissy Bones. Hey, uh, Bones. Oh, we got Michelle's uh, pictures uh, from South Carolina Yeah, we have in. actually uh, some photos that uh, Michelle and her homegirls in the bachelor party sent in from uh, South Carolina, and it looks like it's going down. They got the bottomless mimosas going early this morning, you and guys look see at that. The, Can you guys see the telestration by Corey's dad? Okay. <laughs> Corey's dad in South Carolina <laughs> yes. drew some arrows on there of – for Corey, uh, how to run the play. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out. Look like those gals having a good time. So there you go right there. More now, on the uh, frenzy coming up after the break. There you go right there. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. 
weekend fantasy update. Devontae Parker? Yeah. No? No, hell no. <laughs> no. Devontae Parker sucks. He always has sucked. <laughs> he always it, will it. suck. He can't stay on the field. It's a finger. It's a toe. It's a uterus. It's always something with Devontae Parker. Devontae I'm not Parker ever... has a uterus? Okay. Yes, he does. Oh, I'm not okay. ever buying the Devontae Parker thing again. <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> Saturdays, 1 p.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Final hour. Frenzy and Friends right here on FNTSY Radio. Holding it down for the big homie Craig Carton. Shell also out today. I would normally be in the corner, but I'm sitting at the big boy chair today. So, eight four. Uh, we'll get to the telephones a little bit later on. Got my main man Joe Lisi coming up in the next about twenty minutes from now. Lisi talks some college football with us. Get us ready for the weekend in college football. A little later on, you take your phone calls. We'll get my main man Gabe Morrissey on the horn, and then Gabe will give you your NFL picks for the week. Also, want to see if Kayla can pick some games versus the spread, because you know what, she may do a good job just as all of us can. Um, so there you go, right there. All right, quick, let me tell you about BetDSI. They are celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast and easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering, not to mention the fact you can wager on all major sporting events and you can make your play at any time during the game. Using promo code FNTSY, BetDSI is offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code FNTSY and try betdsi.com. So there you go right there. Um, and, you know, I'm telling this woman that I am up here by myself today, and she's still sending me messages. And this is ridiculous. I, I'm, it's just me and the audience. Can you please uh, uh, give me a few moments before you start directing me of what to do? I don't know. I don't know. I'm busy. And you go right there. My man, Justin, we are in the uh, Midtown Renaissance right here in uh, Midtown Manhattan. So my man, Justin, is the bell manager. And, you know, I think he's playing some fantasy football. And, you know, one of the things, like, people people, like, people always come up to me and be like, yo, look at my fantasy team. And then to be honest, the last thing I really want to see is your fantasy team unless you're sending me a dollar or cash apping me a dollar. Um. And it's like, oh, what do you think about this? And I just look at fantasy football teams all day, and I got 11 of my own to look at also. So I'm sitting up here now, and I'm like, all right. So, you know, they got a fantasy football league. And a lot of times the cats will stop me in the lobby. And one of the dudes was like, yo, um, yeah, man, uh, I had Hilton on my bench last week. And I'm like, why would you have Hilton on your bench? You know, like, this is ridiculous. So, um... Why would you have Hilton on your bench? So um, I told Justin yesterday that come up today and we'll go through the lineup and set the lineup with him, right? So then I came in here this morning and I was like, okay, hey, when Justin comes in, tell him to come upstairs at 11 a.m. Eastern time, then I can walk Justin through his lineup and then that can help kill a segment. But there's no damn Justin here, if you haven't noticed that. It's just me talking to y'all, and I'm basically up here by myself. Corey, I went down to try and find them, but uh, there's some commotion down there at the moment. So, Oh, really? There's a college cheerleading team checking in. So. Stop playing. Yeah, he might, he might be late. <laughs> well, I had them come up, Bones. <laughs> they're, all, they're all from Boston. They're celebrating. <laughs> oh, stop it. <laughs> they were here for the festivities. So, 
basically what we got right here tonight um is um we got a big lineup. Well, we got a big day coming up on Sunday right here on FNTSY Radio. The action gets kicked off at 8 a.m. Eastern time with Blewett, Jim Day, and my main man, the King Scott Angle. Then at 10 a.m. Eastern time is myself, Blewett, and normally Gabe, but it'll be Venture this week. So we'll get you ready for the game. Then we'll take it all the way up to 1 p.m. Eastern for the kickoff. And then at 1 o'clock, 1 p.m. Eastern time, when the games kick off, we go live, in-game, fantasy football, live action. It'll be me and Venture this week. Got Engel with the touchdown sounder. Everything's a good time. And then um, the other boys will come in here. Uh, my man Joe, my main man Joe Galena and Bavona, and they'll clean it up right there. And, and our Cam Stewart and George Kurtz. So we got you covered all day long on Sundays on game day right here on FNTSY Radio. So make sure that you are a part of that. Uh, get down with the get down. Don't forget DailyRoto.com for your DFS and your sports wagering. And, of course, for your season-long RotoExperts.com. Hey, uh, Bavona, let me get a couple of uh, phone calls, 844-843-6879. Um, so give me some phone calls, and we'll take the phone calls up until we get, yeah, and we'll take the phone calls up until we get my main man, Joe Lisi, coming up in the next segment. So uh, let's talk to my main man, Bob in Long Island. Bob, what's good? I mean, Bob in Long Island. Bob in Vermont. Bob, what up? <laughs> hey, Corey, what were you talking about with Bones? You said, Bob, that's what's. Bob. I said Bob and I called you uh, Bob in Long Island by accident. No, 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 no. When you were talking to when he, Bones was doing the update, you were talking about me. What were you talking about? I was talking about you when Bones was doing the update. Bob, you can't be calling up here questioning yeah, you, questioning me, Bob. You getting all sensitive and stuff. I was not talking about oh, I think we were talking about Bob. Oh, that you might oh 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 when they was talking about oh I was making oh, I was making fun of you not having sex, Bob. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Well, you do that all the time. I do. So. <laughs> I funny. find it funny. You and oh, Scott Angle, you, and, you and Scott Angle don't have sex, so I find it that funny. Well, he's probably eighty years old, right? <laughs> What's the deal with you, Bob? How's old. everything? Do you miss Michelle? I I saw Gabe on his show last night. Well, where'd you see Gabe at? It was in Toronto. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. So you did game from the city from Toronto and he had the live stream up? Yeah. Yeah, he was surprised I was on at like 12 o'clock at night. Last night. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess what well, he yeah. wasn't doing nothing else. Did you watch the football game last night, Bob? Yes, I was not too happy. My brother was pissed off, too. Oh, your brother was peed off? Why was, was your brother peed off? I thought you guys were Giant fans. And the Yankees lost yesterday, too. That sucked. Which was not too happy. No, I know. Yeah. I, um, with the Yankees, like you said, you went to Yankee Stadium. My brother, when he was in Little League, he got to go to the Yankee Stadium to have lunch with the Yankees. Oh, really? When he was in Little League? He met Red. Yeah, because one on his team, his friend had leukemia. And oh, one okay. of his coaches, Mr. Pepe. Yeah, Mr. He Pepe. brought the whole team down there. Oh, that's yeah, lovely. Yeah, Mr. Pepe. Okay. He brought the team down. They had lunch with Reggie Jackson. Oh, I love Reggie Jackson, Bob. Oh, one of my favorites. Chris Chambliss. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I was so, oh, so I couldn't go because it was on the wrong team. Oh, yeah, because it, was, so it wasn't tonight, your team. I had, on Sunday, I was on the Leafs. All right. He was on Were the Were you any uh, good, Bob? Hot Rod. Yeah, I played pretty good. My brother played pretty good. They called him Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> Why are they calling Mr. Wiggles, Bob? 
because he used to shake his butt all the time. Because he used to shake his butt all the time? Okay. I'm listening. At the plate, yeah. Are you you a good dancer, Bob? Can you shake your butt? Yeah, oh, yeah. When me and my ex-wife danced, we used to dance the, you know, for bottom dancers, so... Me and her got down in Boogie. Uh, All right, so y'all got down in Boogie. Well, Bob, uh, I'm going to let some people get in here with some fantasy football well, questions. Wait, no, I want to tell you about my lineup for Sunday, though. Tell me, tell you, run me, give me your lineup right quick, Bob. Okay, I'm doing it with Roto QL, whatever that means. It's free. It's a free play. All right, so let, let's so hear it. First of all, I got Kirk Cousins. All right. Then Philip Lindsay. Uh, Murray like from the, uh, you know, Minnesota Vikings. Lat Murray, you're taking a Hill shot with Lat Murray, Kansas not a bad City idea. Chiefs. Okay, what else? Uh, uh, Hill from the Kansas City Chiefs. All right. And Sanders from Denver. Wait, I love Emmanuel Lakers. Sanders this week. Emmanuel Sanders is an excellent play this week, Bob. Cole, Cole from the Jacksonville Jaguars. Keelan Cole. This is a pretty good lineup, Bob. And, and they're like Randolph. As the tight end. Rudolph, Zach Rudolph. And for my flex, I got Kevin Drake. Uh, Kenyon Drake in your flex. This and is then, a good lineup. And then for the defense, I got Minnesota. Why are you not playing the Cowboys defense? No, they're playing Buffalo. Yeah, that's why I took Minnesota for. All right, well, there you go, Bob. That's a good job. I'll be back hey, at 1 p.m. Me- Cowboys. What Seattle trance all over him in Seattle? Hey, Bob, get off. You can't. You're Why? not going to talk about my Cowboys, Bob. Goodbye, Bob. You talk to my Cowboys. You're out of here. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Anthony in Boston. What up, Anthony? What's going on? How about those Red Sox? Anthony, don't call up here with that foolishness today, Anthony. <laughs> and, and Red Sox ain't won nothing, Anthony, but the AL East, and you don't get no banners for winning the AL East. Well, you do, but you know what hey, I'm trying Boston to say. Won- <laughs> Boston won a lot of championships, man, and that's a great start right there. Oh, how can I help you, Anthony? Yeah, but um, <laughs> I have a question. I called up earlier this morning about um, putting either Chris Hogan or Galladay. And I heard your respective earlier about how Hogan grabs touchdowns from Brady's dependent on touchdowns. But what do you think about that um, stock right there? No, nah, it's still it's still Galladay, Galladay. Galladay over Hogan because Galladay Galladay might be Galladay might be one of the target leaders in the NFL right now. That's how much work Galladay is getting. Um, that's how much work Galladay. Matter of fact, I can check that for you right now. Um, Galladay is is uh is killing right now. So I'm a big Kenny Galladay guy. I don't own him nowhere. I wish I did. Like, I think he's a good player. But um, uh, Galladay is getting it done. So, Leah, let me look at player targets, right? So, Galladay right now is – I got running backs. I'm going to look at wide receivers. They got Barkley in here because the Giants can't move the ball. So, all they can do is check down. So, Barkley is one of the target leaders by accident. So, let me look at the wide receivers. Kenny Galladay is 13th right now. No, he's 11th right now. Those two dudes played last night. Okay. He is 10th in targets right now, Kenny Galladay. So there you go right there. He's getting that kind of work, oh, and he's scoring touchdowns. you got to play him. Galladay is one of the breakout stars of this fantasy football season. Oh, one more question, Corey. Um, just one thing. I know they had to storm down south. Is the family and everything good down there? Everybody's good. Thank you very much, my man. Everybody's good. Everybody Thank checked you. in. That's Be good, good to go. Good. That's good. All right. Thank you, man. Anthony, holla at you, big dog. Long. All right, uh, let's go to Johnny uh, and Callie. Callie, what up? How you doing, man? What's good with you, Johnny? What's going on? 
So I got a question. Uh, I got I got two spots I need to fill. All right. And uh, it, uh, what what I was thinking, what I was, my players I have is Kenyon Drake, mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson, uh, Cooper Cup, yeah, or Josh Gordon. Who Gordon? Josh Gordon. Yeah. PPR standard. It's a standard twelve man. Darn it, darn it, darn it. Who are you two starting wide receivers? Right now I got uh, Odell Beckham, and uh, I have D. Jackson in there, but I didn't know who to throw in there. I play D. Jackson and put Drake in the flex. Okay, cool. I'm I in. got Connor as my other, the Fournette, so I should be looking good. There you go right there. You got it covered. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Fantasy Football Frenzy, FNTSY Radio, Frenzy and Friends. Hey, um... Everybody on the fourth floor. Uh, give uh, Joe Lisi a call. He said he said he's available for Skype too. So if you don't want to give Lisi a call on the phone or get him up on Skype, just holler at me in the chat and let me know. I'll send you his number. My man Joe Lisi talking college football when we come back. It is Frenzy and Friends right here on FNTSY Radio. There's only one place to listen to the best fantasy advice, and that's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. By downloading the FNTSY Radio Network app, you'll be blessed with having the top fantasy experts right in your pocket. You'll get award-winning and entertaining programs like the Roto Experts. Let's cock-a-doodle do it. Fantasy best friends forever. Yo! Carton and friends. Yeah, buddy! And so much more. You feel what I'm saying? Download the FNTSY Sports Radio Network app now and take the most trusted fantasy experts with you wherever you go. Cannon rocking with some Lil Wayne today because Carter 5 was supposed to drop last night at midnight and didn't. I felt like being in the mood for some Weezy and I know you enjoy it too. There you go right there. Frenzy and Friends right here on FNTSY Radio. Um, a lot of good programming but one of the best programs on, on, the, on this network is uh, the college football show. My main man Joe Lisi, Rich Sermonello and now they got Gabe over there in the corner. And these cats do a terrific job each and every Saturday morning, beginning at 10 a.m. East, getting you ready for the day's college football activity. So I figured today would be a good day to bring on my main man, Joe Lisi. We sporting them fly-ass sport coach, you know what I'm saying? Joe Lisi, what's cracking with you, big dog? <laughs> how, how are you, Corey? Getting ready for another uh, big weekend of college football. I, yeah, no doubt about it. And like I said, you guys are doing a fantastic job on Saturday. That's the only thing I really do on Saturday is get up and hang out with you guys a little bit. So y'all doing a great job. I want to start off right. Let's hop right into it. Is LSU for real, Joe? Um, Joe? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, you look at the last two games now. I mean, dominant victories over Miami, who was ranked eighth in the nation, and Auburn, both on the road or on a neutral field site. They held Auburn to only 130 rushing yards in that battle, and more importantly, holding opposing offenses through the first three weeks to only around 85 rushing yards per game, a dominant front seven, and a solid secondary led by Greedy Williams. As long as they can run the football, Corey, and get solid quarterback play in terms of Joe Burrow not turning the football over, this is a legitimate SEC West contender and a possible college football playoff dark horse. And that, and that's what I was was going to try, was trying to get to because I know they got they get Georgia and Alabama in their building this year. You think they can win both of those games? 
It's not going to be easy. I mean, I yeah. think they match up very well against Georgia in terms of a finesse type of uh, physicality. They can spread Georgia out. Georgia, listen, Georgia, I'm a Georgia Bulldog fan. I mean, I don't think it's the same type of team that it was last year with Nick Chubb, Sony Michelle. Defensively, they have some major losses. Roquan Smith isn't there. Trent Thompson, Lorenzo Carter. But Georgia will get a test this coming weekend against Missouri and Drew Locke in Columbia. And when you talk about Alabama, Alabama has had has had LSU's number over the last seven games. Alabama is 7-0 and have won those games by 13 points per game, but they played very well on the road in Tuscaloosa last year, sacked Jalen Hurts four times. They outgained Alabama in that battle two years ago in Baton Rouge. They only lost a 10-0 ball game. It was 3-0 for much of the way. So I think out of both of those games, Alabama is the tougher battle, but still, I think they match up both very well in both of those contests. Yes. Very interesting to see how they how they how they season plays out. You mentioned uh, Georgia at Mizzou uh, this this weekend. Georgia's laying fourteen against uh, Missouri. You think they can hit that? Well, I, I think it's going to be very tough. Now, from a series perspective, Georgia has dominated the series over the last five years. They've won the last five by right in the area of about 15.6 points per game. But you look at the strength of Missouri. They are passing the football with Drew Locke, averaging 389 passing yards per game. Georgia's only given up 157 yards per game. But I've been very impressed in, in terms of run support by Missouri over the first three weeks. They're holding opposing offenses to 74 rushing yards per game. That's the strength of Georgia. They're averaging 272 on the ground. I think if Drew Locke jumps up early, they could force Jake Fromm into a high-scoring game. Keep in mind, Missouri jumped up on Georgia last year, Corey, by double digits. Uh, they jumped up by uh, almost a 20-point margin in the first half. Georgia responded with a 53-28 to win, but Drew Locke did have success against that defense last year. If they start fast, might be a different outcome. I think Georgia wins a very close game, though, 34 to 30 on the road this coming Saturday. Interesting right there. Let me uh, let, let, let's hop around a little bit. I want to talk about Order Atlantic and UCF. UCF is a 13 and a half point favorite in this one. I, I, I have not. I've never really been that impressed with UCF, though. Well, I mean, they had a dynamic effort last year, 13-0. Mm -hmm. uh, Scott Frost, that's why he got the job at, at Nebraska. But there are some pieces of that puzzle that are missing from last year, especially on the defensive side of the ball. The one MO for uh, Florida Atlantic to have a shot in this ballgame, they're going to have to run the football more consistently. I mean, they got the victory a couple weeks ago over Air Force. I like uh, Lane Kiffin in this spot. I think he's got the coaching advantage over Josh Heupel, and I think his team will be ready and prepared in this ball game. It is an interstate battle. I take Florida Atlantic with the points in this matchup. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, but y'all's right because you know I've been watching y'all. You you listen that that you was on that TCU money line last week and for a little while I was like, oh man, <laughs> you have to hang out with Lisey this week. He buying lunch. <laughs> well, well, here's the thing, Corey, from the from the Vegas angle. If you're gonna take an underdog, let's say a 10, 13 point underdog. If you're going to take them from that aspect, you might as well sprinkle a little on the money line because no I, if I'm taking an underdog, I'm expecting them to win the ball game. If I lay a favorite, I'm expecting them to double what
whatever spread I'm laying. I don't lay a favor laying seven points, hoping they win by eight, because then, to, in my opinion, it's not a strong play. So uh, you got to take the money line if you feel confident. And you look at this, some of the games last year, uh, last week, BYU, 22-and-a-half-point underdog, wins the game outright. Akron, a 21-and-a-half-point underdog, wins the game outright. I mean, it was unbelievable in terms of the money line winners from the Vegas angle. I mean, there were five of them. If you took five money line winners on a $100 bet, you had the potential to win $928,000 on a 17 parlay. That's crazy right there. Um, speaking of money lines, uh, Florida State's playing Northern Illinois. Florida State effing sucks, Joe. This is disgusting. <laughs> yeah, one of my bad picks last weekend. I, I mean, I was dead wrong on Florida State. Northern Illinois is a gutty team, Corey. They're going to come prepared in this matchup. I've said this uh, last week, and I'll say it again. In order for Willie Taggart to save this season, he might have to turn to sophomore James Blackman That's what in I'm this saying. matchup. Joe, is, like the, the quarterback I like, sucks. I don't. Yeah, I don't like the way DeAndre Francois is playing. He looks hesitant with his reads and progressions. Blackman might be an infusion to that offense. Defensively, that front seven is keeping them each and every, in each and every game. But until then, they need more explosiveness on offense. I think he turns to the quarterback. If I had to bet this game, I would lean Florida State, but not a solid play in terms of my week four predictions. Uh, upset special this week. Notre Dame at Wake Forest. Notre Dame is laying seven and a half. I, I don't know. I think Wake Forest is better than people think. Well, yeah, they're better than people think with Sam Hartman. Hinton comes back, but uh, this is one of my better plays of the weekend. Okay. I really like Notre Dame overall. They they attacked Wake Forest in South Bend last week for uh, last year. 380 rushing yards uh, on that matchup. Brandon Wimbush stepped up. Now Wake Forest covered that ball game 48 to 37 as a 13 and a half point underdog. Now they're eight and a half. The line opened up at eight and a half. It's down to seven. But you look at Wake Forest against A.J. Dillon in Boston College. They allowed 220 rushing yards per game. I know uh, Notre Dame has not looked well, but they rushed for 245 on the ground last week against a very solid Vanderbilt defense. I think the speed of Notre Dame on the perimeter with Brandon Wimbush is the difference. Look for Notre Dame to get a double-digit win. Joey double digits with Notre Dame this coming Saturday. They have Stanford on deck. All right, Joey double digits. Um... Penn State got Illinois this week, right? Not a big thing. But the two weeks after is Ohio State and Michigan State. Is Penn State ready to step up and, and, and get uh, and, and knock off Ohio State? They probably can beat Michigan State. Can they knock off Ohio State in two weeks? Well, they can. I mean, uh, uh, th when you look at this matchup overall, Corey, I mean, they lost to Michigan State and they lost to Ohio State both on the road last year. Now, they had that victory over Ohio State uh, last year, 21-16 uh, to 16 in the second half and let that lead slip. Here's the thing about Illinois. They're playing much better under Lovey Smith. They challenged South Florida last week and covered that number as a 10.5-point underdog. They're getting four touchdowns in this ballgame. Yep. Again, I still lean to I still lean to Penn State. If I had to bet this game, I would lay the four touchdowns. But it's not a great game, in my opinion. I think Illinois will start fast, but uh, Penn State does pull away in the end. 
But here's the other thing. I think if you're looking at the flip side, I like Tulane plus the 37 with Ohio State coming the week after TCU okay. with Ohio State having Penn State on deck. So keep that in mind. It's a it's a high number, opened up at 35, jumped up to 37. Tulane's going to look to run the football and keep that game close. And Urban Meyer does come back. You're going to get a lot of public interest on Ohio State. I'll take my chances with 37 points in Tulane as opposed to Illinois and Penn State. State. You know, um, a couple of weeks ago, I went down to the Meadowlands to uh, to the FanDuel joint, and I was just looking around at some different, um, you know, stuff, different cards and tickets and stuff like that. And I saw one that had a uh, tour, like plus eleven hundred to win the Heisman. So I ran it up to the joint, Joe. I was like, oh, this is easy money right here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they was like, oh no, this is off the board. I was like, okay, because y'all gonna get hammered on this one. That's why it's right. off the board. Right. Uh, Heisman Trophy right now. Outside of, I mean, is it is it Tua and everybody else? What do you think, Joe? Well, right now it's Tua, and that's a great pick, Corey. I mean, you gotta you gotta hand it to them. I mean, he, they're stretching defenses vertically, not the same type of rushing offense that they had last year, but they do have a very difficult November schedule. They okay. face LSU, they face Mississippi State, and they face arch rival. Auburn. I mean, those are that's a very difficult three-game stretch. Now they got through it last year, but again, I mean, it's, especially at the end of the year, if they let's say lose to uh, LSU in Baton Rouge in November, that's going to be a tough thing. Even though they got into the college football playoff, and then somebody could sneak up. At this point, it is Tua, but you have guys like Kyler Murray for Oklahoma that stepped up. You have uh, running backs that that have played well up until this point. I still give the edge to Tua, but it's still a long season. I mean, he's definitely the clear-cut frontrunner right now. But as October and November, we navigate through conference play, there could be some other players that we'll be talking about uh, come late November, early December for the Heisman. Right, that's interesting. But, yeah, I think yeah, Tua, the favorite right now, like you said, that tough November is coming for the young man. Speaking of Tua, uh, Alabama laying 26 at home versus Texas A&M. Texas A&M is in the top 25, Joe, and Alabama is 27-point favorites. <laughs> well, they've dominated them, and, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, Alabama got the victory in College Station last year by eight points. They did not cover that number, jumped up to a, a double-digit uh, first-half lead, and Kellen Mond led that team back. Last time they were in Tuscaloosa, Trevor Knight and Christian Kirk had a 14-13 lead heading into the th late third quarter, fourth quarter for that ball game and lost that matchup 33-14 to as 18-point underdogs. Jimbo Fisher does understand Nick Saban. They coached against each other week one at Florida State and Alabama. They lost that matchup as seven-point dogs by 17 points. They're going to need to run the football, Texas A&M. Travion Williams will be the X factor for the Aggies offense. I think Alabama wins, but I think Texas A&M keeps this game within the number. Everybody's looking at Ole Miss. Texas A&M and Mike Elko, their defensive coordinator, have a much better defense than they did last year under John Chavis. They're flying to the football. As long as they can run the football, I think they can keep it within this 27-point number Saturday night. Hey, it's a... Um... Travion Williams, is that the is that the kid from um Friday Night Lights? Not Friday Night Lights. Um, that, the football, the, the uh the other the other uh the other youth football show. 
Oh, somebody. That I don't know. Okay. Travion Williams. He's a sophomore, Travion Williams. He, he he split time last year with Keith Floyd. He was a thousand yard rusher. I mean, he tailed off to, towards the end of the year, but he's a le- legitimate uh, take it to the house home run hitter. He's more uh, of a perimeter back uh, in terms of being able to move the change between the tackles. Yes. That type of bell cow workout horse, he's not that type of running back, but he can also catch the football out of the backfield, and that could be a recipe to beat Alabama this coming Saturday. Short to intermediate passes with Travion Williams in the screen game. Okay, so no, I, you know, no, 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 the kid can play, but I remember a kid named Travion Williams on Friday Night Tykes, but I'm like, he wouldn't have grown up that fast, you know what I'm saying? But no, 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 no. It was a lot of people in Texas named Travion Williams. I don't know because there was in, there was in Texas, and the, this little boy was a baller too. But I don't. I, if that's the same Travion Williams, he needs to be tested because he grew up entirely too fast. Unless they, you know, filmed that show ten years ago. I don't know. I'm all over the place now. Joe, I, Joe I'm working. I'm doing this since nine o'clock, Joe, and I gotta come back at one do another hour. You know what I mean? I, I, Corey, I feel you. We got We got to chill at the sports book on Saturday afternoon. I mean, there's nothing better. We got, you know, watch the college games and root and root it in. I mean, uh, after the show, I mean, we have more personalities on college football today than you could imagine. Now, I mean, it's no, great. You do. We got Rich. We got. We got Gabe. We're, we're, we're like. We're like it's like a dysfunctional family. We have uh, we have more personalities than anybody, but love talking about college football. No, 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 no. I tell you, I, what I love about the show is the personalities, right? Because you you sitting up here with these fly ass, you know, sport coats on. You know what I'm saying? And Gabe was in the corner with the outfit that he slept in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Everybody breaks my chops because, you know, they all hate, you know, Rich yeah. sits back. He's more of the Rich is more of the politician. right? Yes, he is. He, he goes back. He's he's calculated. He he waits for his opportunity. Gabe, forget it. He's just he he's just he's all over. He can't wait. He'll he'll wear his emotions on his sleeve. But that's what's so great. I mean, everybody loves picking on Lisi. I'm game for it. Joey double digits. They were breaking my chops last week. But you know what? I came through with some big winners last last Saturday. There you go right there. Joey Double Digits getting it done. Let's talk about the big winner this weekend. Stanford is at Oregon. What's 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 the deal with that one? I believe uh Stanford's a two point road favorite. Yeah, I like the home dog here with Justin Herbert mm-hmm. in Oregon. I think the one MO about uh Stanford is that they haven't been challenged yet to date vertically. You saw USC struggle against Stanford because of the inexperience of JT Daniels. When you look at Stanford's defense last year, they allowed five of 14 opponents to pass for over 300 yards. They were one in four in those games and lost those four games by 5.8 points per game. When you saw Stanford lose last year, they had five losses all on the road or on a neutral field site. In my opinion, that's not the mark of a good team. Outson Stadium will be jumping, and I think the speed of Oregon is the difference in, in terms of attacking uh, Stanford's defense vertically. Oregon gets a 10-point home win over Stanford this coming Saturday. like that right there, 10-point home win over Stanford. That is my main man, Joe Lisi. And, Joe, we do uh, got to get down to the book and chill and watch some college football. That would be a good time, you know what I'm saying? Anytime, Corey. Love chilling with you. Uh, anytime. Love the show, and uh, you you tell me when. I, I I will do that. I'll come I'll come down here and meet y'all at the studio, and we can just head on over there after the show. You know what I mean? So we'll do it that way. Sounds good. We'll get Sounds that. Good. We'll get that done one Saturday. That's Joe Lisi. Don't forget college football today. Or oh, what's the name of the show? College football today. 
Yeah, college football today brought to you by BetDSI. So BetDSI.com, the main sponsor for uh, September. Look so at that. They're getting that money from BetDSI. So there you go right there. <laughs> Joey Double Digits, my main man. Joe Lisi, don't forget, each and every Saturday morning, beginning at 10 a.m. Eastern time, they do a fantastic job. Joe, Rich, and the homie Gabe. Joe, I'll holler at you, my man. We'll get it in. Anytime, Corey. Have a great weekend. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Um, so there you go right there. Got you ready for college football this weekend. Got that covered. Got that Got that out the way. We'll start to get you ready from NFL when we come back on the other side. Um, see if we can get my main man, Gabe Morrissey, to get up. Get a couple picks from Gabe. May have some time for your phone calls also. And then um, I'm walking around the bar and see what I can find. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. Frenzy and Friends right here on FNTSY Radio. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. DSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can play virtually every sport at BetDSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in-game wagering on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game. Using promo code FNTSY, BetDSI is offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. So use the promo code FNTSY and try BetDSI. That's BetDSI.com. Promo code FNTSY. Oh, we have a good time this morning rocking out with everybody. I want to thank the whole crew for getting involved in this special edition of Frenzy and Friends. The BFFs are coming up next, so you get off Frank the Tank and you'll get Mr. Sussman. Then we'll be back for a, the regular Fantasy Football Frenzy at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Me, Ventra, and Fantasy Task Jim Day. So um, I'm going to go uh, refuel myself. Like I would refuel myself. And then we'll come back for another edition of the Frenzy. Uh, probably my man, we get my man Gabe up in about five or six minutes from now, and we'll get Gabe on, give you some NFL picks for the week, and get see how Gabe is doing. But right now, let's get ready to uh, wrap it up. And let's, but first, let's go out to the telephones and let's talk, my man Danny in Canada. Danny, what up? Hey man, how's it going? Chilling, chilling. That's good. Um, I'm in a full point PPR, and uh, right. I gotta fill my flex spot. I have uh, David Johnson and AJ Green. This is what it's come down to for David Johnson. <laughs> we starting to put David yeah. Johnson in the flex. Uh, how many teams in this league? Uh, six. Six-team league, son? Yeah. Not 16, six. No, yeah, just six. Zero six, man. Why do you have a six-team league? Uh, just a bunch of a couple buddies here, we these lineup decisions get difficult when you have a six-team league. You feel what I'm saying? Like you got, <laughs> yeah, yeah know, it's man. like you're making me choose between. You're telling me who would you start, David Johnson or AJ Green, and I'm like both <laughs> of them. Why wouldn't you start both <laughs> yeah, of them? But it's a, it's a, it's it's four y'all in the league. Um, if I I think you start AJ Green, he's the one that's um playing playing better right now. He's the one that's all right. uh, got the hot hand right now. We're seeing some struggles from David Johnson. 
to struggle some more this weekend. So I would go with AJ Green. All right, my man. Thanks, man. There you go, right there. 844-843-6879. Let's go to my man Danny in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, where Brooklyn at? Where Brooklyn at? What up, Danny? Yo, what's up, Fantasy Exec? How about them Yankees? How about them Yankees? There you go, Danny. Don't you don't you're not calling up here trolling all you, Danny? No, no way, my man. But listen, I watch your show. I've been watching it for the last uh, last year. Uh, you led me to a championship last year. Uh, you and the rest of the auto experts, I believe you had the best input out of all of them, but don't tell Mr. Sussman or I won't. Mr. Angle that. They might get a little jealous. They, 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 <laughs> they, especially Angle, he will. I was on, remember, remember, I, remember I was on Todd Gurley last year's trash and DeAndre Hopkins last year's trash. I just want to, you know, if, in the yeah. case they forgot, you know what I'm saying, Danny? But I'm glad you're here to remind them as my fellow New Yorker. What's good with you, brother? All right, so uh, first of all, uh, when they said Danny from Canada, I was like, nah, my man, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah, I had back-to-back Danny's. It's wild, ain't it? <laughs> six teams? What, they watch the CFL? They don't have NFL fans over there Son, in Canada? A six-team league. It's like you don't have four, at least four more friends than invite to this league? I feel bad for that guy. But anyway, all right, let's, <laughs> let's get to the question. Yeah. All right, so I have in my, my flex Mike Williams. All right, on my bench, I have Philip Lindsay and Josh Gordon. Now, my running backs, I have Barkley and Collins. I know you're not big on Collins. Should I? I don't know what to do. And I could pick up Boyd off the waiver wires right now. Uh, put Lindsay. I would put Lindsay in that RB2 and leave Williams in that flex. Really? And would you pick up, uh, would you pick up Boyd? Who are you dropping drop to pick up possibly- Boyd? Drop, uh, drop. I know you don't like this guy, Ronald Jones. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I have no problem with you dropping Ronald Jones to pick up Boyd. Should have did that already, <laughs> to be honest with you. It should have been done. <laughs> yeah. I listen to Ventura. I listen, tell Ventura to leave your libido alone. I know you get more chicks than he do. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine that yesterday? Ventura was talking about my libido, my libido. And I'm like, <laughs> I had to go home and check that joint. It's still strong, Danny. I'm still strong. I was like, all right. That third leg was rocking. I was like, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I, think he, I think he's jealousy. I think he's living vicariously through your girls. Don't worry about That's it. That's my man to close the Chris Venture. Danny, good looking out. I'll holler at you, big homie. Be good, brother. All right, let me get one more, then we can get Gabe on the line. Let me go to Francisco in San Diego. Francisco, what up? Yo, yo, what up, exact? What up, what up? Well, yo, 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 what's good, Francisco in San Diego, 77 and sunny and fake breast. Uh, you know, just you know, working hard out here, working hard out here, my G. My man, there uh, you but go. Check it out. I got a quick flex question. I got a quick flex flex question for the work league. So this is where the pride's at. I mean, oh, yeah, you know, you got talk. Bones, tra- you got, where you it's, work it's at? The pride. Uh, I work at Corky's Pest Control, dude. Okay, cool. All right, so shout out to everybody at that yeah. joint. Everybody in the work league, shout out to them. But you about to get this money this year, though. What you got? Oh, they don't even know. They don't even know, bro, because they don't know about this FNTSY. I just pulled my boy up on game, but he's like, nah, nah. I'm like, all right, man, let me let me, let me, me take your money right quick. You there know you go. Thanks for the donation. You know what I mean? But uh, so on my flex, I'm stuck between uh, Cooper Cup and Kenny Galladay. And I need kind of like a, like an upside shot here because I'm going to, um, I'm 2-0, and the guy I'm going against is 2-0 as well. But like, you know. Carlos Hyde went off last night, so I'm like, all right, all right, you know. 
Yeah, but so it'd be people that go off. Remember last week when AJ Green went off, everybody's like, oh no, I went against AJ Green. AJ Green was like, well, I received a 10 last week. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to get the ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um I, I'm going Galladay. I don't know if you heard me the last call of this. Galladay is top 10 in targets right now. He's scoring touchdowns. The Galladay thing is real. Don't get me wrong. I love Cooper Cup, and Cooper Cup is very safe. You can't go wrong with either one of these cats, but the big play right here is my man Galladay. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, man. Duly noted. So, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll slip him in the lineup right quick. Yep, I would do that. So there you go right there. So, um... Thank All you. right, man. All right, you guys keep doing your thing. Keep killing it. You know, thanks for the fantasy advice. And, you know, I'll keep calling with more questions. But, uh, you know, I'll slide out so more people can call and, and get man. that love, you know, get that advice. No doubt, Francisco. Shout out to all the homies out there in San Diego and all the cats in the work league. Holla at you, my man. There you go. That's Francisco in San Diego. All right. So now we got to go from San Diego. We go north of the border. And we get my main man, the sports rager, the rageaholic. Gabe, what's going on with you? Corey P, what's kicking, Corey? Ain't nothing much. Somebody in the chat just wrote, Corey Parson is a clown. So right now I'm writing F you back to them. <laughs> Gabe, I don't want no smoke. I don't want no smoke, Gabe. And they don't want no smoke either. This the non-smoking section. Yeah, you know what? Uh, well, we, 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 you know, all you have to do is uh, just remind him that you're getting paid uh, right now, yeah. and unless he's getting paid to troll you, I think uh, we know who the bigger clown is. There you go. So What's going? This guy's making big money to, to to troll you right now. Then I'd say that you probably won this battle. Yeah, no doubt. If that is the case, because it probably can be a paid uh, a job. Because I notice, uh, yeah, I'm noticing more and more fantasy executive trolls, but. You know what? We still getting the job done. Gabe, how's everything going? Your popularity's growing. That's, That's what, what it is. It just means your popularity's growing. Exactly. That's what it is. How's everything going up there and um in in Canada and um and getting the uh, the and getting the band back together and stuff like that. You know, it's it's been it's been fun at times. It's been frustrating at times. I feel like punching uh, people in the face right now. Uh, to be honest, uh, Corey, you know, I run my own operation when I'm doing these shows for the yeah. most part, but. Now it's a collaboration and a band, and I've been living in a house with like you know three other and four and five metalhead dudes, and you know it's 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 been a little bit uh, it's been an experience. But we're into the studio today nice. with the famous uh, Metalworks Studio in Toronto, and it's off the hook. Like uh, Flo Rider just recently recorded here, nice. uh, Bon Jovi. Christina Aguilera, it's one of these big-time mainstream studios, so we'll see what we can come up with, man. We put a lot of work into this in a limited amount of time uh, this week, uh, but yeah, we're ready to kill it, and I look forward to, uh, to playing it for everybody uh, probably in about a month or so it'll be finished. Well, then I'm glad to hear that and, glad, and be uh, even gladder to see you when you get back uh, sometime next week. Um, all right, so let's get ready to get it, Gabe. Let's go. What do we got? Uh, you want to start with Saturday or you want to start or you just want to do Sunday? Yeah, you know what? My my college uh, confidence has been, you know, I, I'm not putting big money on college games. I don't okay. have one college game this week that I could say, you know what? I'm coming out firing on this. A couple of spots that I do like, I think that LSU, yeah, LSU's been killing it this year, and they've been a surprise story, but now suddenly they're laying 20 points. Um, they're laying 20 points to, uh, to Louisiana Tech, an in-state rival, who you know uh, LSU struggled before with Sun Belt teams, but quickly tonight, Corey, we've got some fun college football games tonight. We'll get into the NFL uh, tonight. We got Florida Atlantic and Lane Kiffin taking on Central Florida. Mm -hmm. The total is seventy six points. 
should get there by the end of the third quarter. Like, this really should be a game where both teams, you know, the winner probably needs to score 50 points tonight, I would imagine. So I'm going to go over in that game. I'm going to bet against Penn State tonight. Penn State are ranked 27 and a half, 28 points against Illinois. Lovey Smith's doing a nice job right now. He's done a nice job recruiting in Illinois. And people don't really look at them. Like, you know, people think Illinois are just sort of a three-win football team, which they might end up being, you know, a four- or five-win team in the end. Uh, but uh, Penn State has Ohio State next week, or a big look-ahead spot here, laying 28. And USC Trojans, you know, one of the biggest, you know, underachieving teams in college football, only laying four on their home field tonight against Washington State. I'll lay the four there. Um, but as far as the NFL is concerned, you know, I, I, I bitch a lot, Corey, about the NFL. And I've said, you know, the NBA is my favorite league. It really is. You know, I, I can't wait till the NBA starts. But I've always been a football guy. I love yep. football. But I've always thought the NFL is a little overhyped. It's like we get all excited. We break it down all week. And really, there's like two or three good games a week. It's a pile of crap, crappy primetime games, et cetera. But this year, it's been off the hook, man. Yeah. And I look at the schedule on Sunday court. I see like nine, ten games. And I'm like, damn, I want to see that. I want to see this. I want to see this. So, as far as my bets are concerned, I'm going to pull the trigger on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, tough spots for them last week uh, on the road. To me, Cincinnati, it was sort of a textbook and storybook start uh, for the Cincinnati Bengals. But, you know, Corey, without Joe Mixon, I know everyone in the fantasy world, oh, Bernard this, Bernard that. This is where we separate fantasy and betting. Yep. And fantasy, Bernard's a nice pick this week. But it's like Coleman. If he's, you know, you're the, you're the sole back, you're going to get touches. You're going to put numbers up. But in reality, they're not as good of a football team without Mixon. And I think the threat of Mixon popping a big one, Corey, really helped Andy Dalton. And, and you know, the, the, the defenses have to say, you know what, we got to worry about Mixon now. And suddenly, Andy Dalton has many, many more lanes to throw the football into. Without Mixon, I think Dalton's going to struggle. And I'm pretty good at knowing Andy Dalton. He's played well. It's like Fitzpatrick. He can't do this every week, Corey. <laughs> so, <laughs> Andy Dalton, I think, uh, I think the Panthers get it done in this spot. I like the Miami Dolphins. Now, listen, the Raiders, impressive game last week against Denver. They end up losing, but what a tough spot to be in, Corey. You play on Monday football. You go into the altitude on a Sunday, play a hard-fought game that goes down to the final whistle, and now you got to go to the East Coast, play an early morning start, uh, one one Eastern start. The Raiders are like 5-21 and 21, the last 26 games at 1 o'clock on the East Coast. I think it's a bad spot for the Raiders as well. I like that. So you got you got Miami, and so far we got two favorites, two home favorites in Miami and the Panthers. Yeah, and so let's let's mix in some underdogs here for people who want to you know hit hit this. I'm hoping that Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. You know, he probably is, and they seem to just milk this every week. Oh, Rodgers, this, and you know he's going to play. He's not going to play, and oh, he's such a hero. But I think the Skins are in a nice spot here, getting three points on their home field okay. after the the flat spot last week. So I'm going to go with Washington, and here's a ballsy one, man. Give me the Arizona Cardinals plus the five and a half six points. There's no way in hell the Chicago Bears should be favored by six points on the road at this stage of their development. Mitch Trubisky still only averaging like five yards a pass attempt. The defense is good, but I like betting on teams that hit rock bottom, uh, Corey. And I think Arizona has hit rock bottom, playing on their home field. Give me the points here in a short week against the Bears. I, I'm not doing this to pick on your Cowboys, but we see it's a week-to-week league where teams just go back and forth. Same thing, Seattle's a desperate team. They play both their games uh, on the road. Now they're going back home. 
Uh, Dallas played Sunday night. I think Seattle uh, gets it done. Another dog I like. I told you, I'm fired up this week for the game. San Francisco. Uh, everyone knows the Kansas City Chiefs were underdogs in the first two games of the year. Their defense gives up a million freaking yards. <laughs> and here they are suddenly laying six and a half points. I think San Francisco goes in there and takes them to the wire. All right, so there you go right there. That is my main man, the sports rage, Gabe Morin, Morin or Morinci, or whatever Michelle said the, the, the way I pr- uh, pronounced it was wrong. <laughs> hey, Gabe, the FanDuel Sportsbook, they played off that, that glitch. They paid that dude that $82,000. Was that the right thing to do? Why can't that happen to you or me, man? Of course, of course not, Gabe. Of course not. Seriously. <laughs> like, well, like, I'm there all the time. I never got any glitch. i got to be honest, Corey. And I don't know if I'm just getting older or something like that, where I'm on the side with the man. You know what I mean? Yep. But he's lucky they paid him anything, basically. You're right. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if the fine print says it's a computer glitch, this happens all the time online, Corey. Mm-hmm. Like, Cam's actually livid about this that the guy got paid. <laughs> Cam's been screwed so many times. You know how many times this happened to me where I bet online and it's, I know it's, it's a bad number and they just void the bet? I don't sue them. I'm like, yeah, I know it's a bad yeah. number. Like, it's a glitch. He's freaking lucky he got 82K. Well, job, well, great job done by uh, FanDuel, but pretty crazy. I've seen the guy there, too, Corey. <laughs> oh, the same cat? Before, like, yeah, yeah. I saw a picture of the dude. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've seen that guy. Cardano, do you know him? I said, no, nah, I'm not buddies with a guy. I don't know the guy that well, but I've seen him there. Like, so he's been there, but he's one of the regulars. But I've been there all the time. I've never had a damn glitch once. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it doesn't really, doesn't really happen. And, you know, this weekend, I, I, I don't know how true this is. I've read that this weekend... They're going to put, they're going to give 82 people, they're going to put $1,000 in 82 people's accounts. Yeah, I know. And I'm not there. You don't think that pisses me off, Can you, you imagine that? that? Me off? I'd be there Saturday at night. That's where I go every Saturday. I'd be there. Yeah. Crazy. I'll be there next Thursday night. Rams-Vikings. And that Rams-Chargers game, I like the, um, I like the over in that game. There you go, right there. When you coming back? You be back? Uh, when you be back? You be back with us on Monday? No, I'll be back uh, Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon for the radio show, and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be kicking it with you guys Thursday morning. So right. Thursday morning, I'll be back in the morning. And there you go. Just about a week from now, it's my main man, Gabe. Gabe, I holler at you. Good looking out, brother. Yeah, I'm gonna miss you this Sunday. I'm getting a lot of great feedback. People are like, man, love watching the games with you and Corey. So. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday. Look forward to it. We'll be back and get, we'll get that done. But keep the action. We'll keep broken this, this this weekend. Thanks a lot, Gabe. Appreciate you. Uh, shout out to everybody on the fourth floor. My main man, Chrissy Bones, Bavona, Frank the Tank, Ventra. You got uh, Mr. Sussman down there also. Shout out to Jim Day, the King, Scott Angle, everybody for checking in as we did our, our Frenzy and Friends this morning. So don't forget, coming back up, be, coming up next will be the BFFs from noon to one. Then we do the regular friends coming at 1 p.m. Eastern time. So shout out to the Goon Squad. Click up, get up early, but we keep uh, rocking and rolling. And don't forget my main man, Alex. So there you go right there. We are out.